Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 173, Inner Leg Mobility Flow. So as advertised, it's going to be all about the flexibility, the strength, and the awareness of the inside of your leg. And we're going to lead up to Skandasana, which is sort of a sideways lunge and squat. You'll need a brick, you'll need a bolster, uh, and hopefully you'll laugh and enjoy the practice too. So let's get right to it. Let's begin. Let's begin by just having a nice lie down. So lie down with feet together, knees bent, knees wide. So recline bound angle. So this is where you might like to have a little support underneath thighs or outer knees. If Bodhikanasana just plain doesn't work, feel free just to lie down in a way that does work. But it is okay if you just want the legs to hang out uh, for now, because we won't be here for a tremendous amount of time. So you are lying down. Eyes can close if it feels like that's like a nice thing. If it feels like too much, then no need. Give yourself permission to feel however you feel. And a few breaths where you try to befriend or at least just sort of, you know, casually shake hands or greet how you feel. Based on how you feel, you can decide what this practice is going to be for you today, what it needs to be, or what will be best for you today. And we'll spend just another minute or so here. And the breath we'll use is simply doing the exhale. So like we'll actively exhale, not quickly, not forcefully, but you will consciously exhale. And then just let the inhale happen. So put yourself in charge of exhaling. but no need to get involved with the inhale. And let's stay with that for several rounds of breath. And believe me, I know that the mind likes to wander very quickly at the beginning of practice. So if yours went on a little holiday, come back just once or twice more to that. I am consciously exhaling. And the inhale just happens. 
Okay. We're going to stay lying down, but if there are props underneath you, move them out of the way. Keep the legs bent, but step the feet on the ground. So it's just sort of lying down, knees bent. Open the feet as wide as the mat or maybe even wider. And I like to turn, like angle my feet out. You can even be on your heels. Open the arms to like a T-shape or a cactus shape, whatever's most comfortable. As you exhale, let the knees drop to the right. So it's going to be like windshield wipers. And then the inhale just happens over there. The exhale, move back through center and to the other side. Let the inhale arrive as you fall to the other side. And then exhale, it's just, it's just the movement, like little windshield wipers. You allow the inhale once you're in that little twisty shape, but the exhale is your moving agent. And I'd like you to try to like sort of just get lost in your own body and movement for several rounds of this. Intuitively, you might feel like, oh, my hip wants to move like that as I go, or my head wants to move, or my shoulder wants to move a little bit. Like all of that is fine. Just sort of let it happen. If you want to wiggle the feet even wide, wider, so both legs sort of arrive at 90 degree angles as they move, that can be quite nice because you get one leg externally rotated, one leg internally rotated. Back and forth a couple more times, just sort of getting in your zone. Nice. The next time the knees fall to the right, just let them stay there. You can wiggle the right foot a little bit wider so that if you saw yourself from above, you look like someone who was running and fell over. Or sometimes I think of like a pedestrian crossing light, little green man. Next exhale, just go to the other side so we have a little balanced experience and, and do your best to make those two 90 degree angles. Good. Next exhale, just hug knees in and just gently roll around on lower back, gently sort of side to side across the rib cage and shoulder blades. We're going we're gonna to do things that might be hard, but I, want, I don't want us to lose you know, a little bit of the, like the fun and then joyfulness of it. So make sure there, there, it doesn't get too rigid. Okay. From here... Just release that and then come up to sit. I'm going to take the brick that I have and sit on it because that helps me, but you can decide. We're sitting in Baddha Konasana, so that's feet together, knees wide. Sit tall. If you feel slumped, definitely sit on an object. All right. Hands go to inner thighs. So, it, you know, it's not, going to get, it's not going to get too salacious. We're just going to massage inner thighs. So just sort of get in there and you can feel, okay, okay, that's sort of bulky, that's muscly. Oh, that's a little ropey. You know, don't worry. I, I'm only being recorded. I'm the only one with, you know, hands in his groin on a video screen that will be recorded. It's not you. So just get in there. 
Okay. Then place your hands on the inside of thigh and knee. And this might be a little counterintuitive. So now that we've woken up that inner leg, I want us to activate it. So squeeze the feet together and press the inner thigh and knee up into the hand. So it's like we're trying to come a little bit out of the shape and energize the inner leg. The hand can provide resistance. So it's, you know, it's like, it's like a bodybuilder getting some weight training. Those inner thighs are pressing up. Take another breath. And it might get a little shaky, and that's all right. Then just let the legs fall back down in that shape. So they're in the Baddha feet together, knees wide. And you might be surprised if they released a little bit. But then bring the hands to the outside of knee and thigh. So you have a little target now. Press the thighs down into the hands. Still feet can remain active. If that irritates your knee, just do less. Press the thighs down into the hands. Again, it might get a little shaky. It might feel like work. That is okay. One more breath with that. Then just let it, again, be a passive shape. Legs are flopping out. You sit tall. Hands can be wherever. Have a breath. Okay. And then to downward facing dog. If you want a little cat cow along the way, take it. So clearly we're going to be working a lot with inner leg. So you can sort of keep that in your awareness, your thought that, okay, well, that's going to be a focus. Do your sort of normal down dog thing. You can move around. And then find just a moment of stillness from all the like massage and squeeze we did. See if you have any residual awareness of inner leg. Then come down to your knees and I'd like you to grab your brick or whatever you're using and place it between your inner thighs and come into down dog with that thing there. But make sure that the width of your block or brick or object um, is not making your legs super narrow or super wide. So you're just in down dog squeezing a brick between your thighs and the legs should feel like they're in their normal position. So feel free to adjust the width of the brick. Yeah. And Natasha, maybe a slightly longer down dog, just a little bit, even if your heels are higher. That's more of a 90 degree angle, but you can play with that. So now you have an object to squeeze. And I like to sort of squeeze and lift it a little bit up and back as if it could like shoot out, shoot out the window or the wall behind you. So you all have like fireplaces and lovely sofas and skylights. Could you shoot that brick up and out with that power of your inner leg? Good. One more breath. Then come back down to all fours, remove the brick. Step the right foot forward and outside the right hand. So you're sort of setting up a lizard lunge. Uh, I know some of you don't like the back knee down. You can pat it or you can just keep it high. It's fine. All right. So you're in the lizard lunge. I like to externally rotate the right leg a little bit so you can turn the feet out. Just circle the hips in one direction one time. And circle them the other way one time. Then stay in your lizard lunge. 
Bring left hand comfortably down on fingertips or fist or palm. Right hand or right forearm into right inner thigh, not the top of it, the inside. Push the thigh out for a moment, but that's not the whole story. The thigh presses back into the arm. So push out with the hand or forearm, thigh presses back. Take one more breath. So that leg is talking to you, hopefully. Then don't stop any of the energy of that leg. Bring the right hand back down to the ground. So you're in your lizard lunge. That leg is alive. It ain't moving. Then walk both hands slowly over on a diagonal to the left without that right thigh moving one bit. Right thigh doesn't move one bit. And then walk the arms out a little bit like down dog. Really reach out through right arm as you press right thigh back. And then maybe come down to left forearm. Whilst we're here, can you consciously do the exhale? And allow the inhale just to happen and fill that side body, groin, and thigh space. So one more time, just actively do the exhale. Make sure the right arm is not bending. Right arm is just reaching. So reach that right arm, Amanda. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Good. Then walk it all the way back. Have a moment in down dog. Then from here... Drop the knees, bring the brick between the thighs, and then uh, come forward to a plank pose. Come forward to a plank pose. Hold that brick between your thighs. Good. One more breath, squeezing that brick between your thighs. Then drop the knees, come all the way down. Still the brick is there, even if it's like super awkward. Brick is between your thighs. You're on your belly. And reach the arms straight back, Lift the upper body up into locust as you squeeze that brick. If you'd like to lift the legs up as you squeeze the brick. If you'd like to slightly externally rotate the legs so the toes turn out, heels turn in. Just so we get a little squeeze in booty. Good. And then come back down, remove the brick, downward facing dog. Then... Drop your knees, step the left foot outside the left hand. Same setup, other side. Turn the left toes a little bit out so the leg is externally rotated. Circle the hips in one direction, one time. And then another direction, one more time. Good. And then right hand stays down, left hand or forearm on the inner thigh of the left leg. And then press that left leg out, left leg squeezes back in and responds. So it should make things really alert. Take another breath. And then don't let that leg stop working, but bring the left hand back down. Left leg doesn't move. Slowly, so we don't lose that left leg, walk the hands on a diagonal to the right. Left leg doesn't move. Then walk the arms out a little bit like down dog. Left arm stays straight and reaching on the floor. Maybe right elbow bends towards the ground. Now let's practice that breath. You do your exhale. You consciously make breath leave you, but then allow the inhale just to like flood in. One more. Okay. And then walk it all the way back. Have a moment in down dog. 
Come down to your knees, set that brick between your thighs, come forward to plank. Enjoy plank with that little attention into inner leg. You have a little heel press back, a little broadness of shoulder. Good. Yep, knees down is always an option. And then roll down, set up for locust one more time. Reach the arms straight back, lift the upper body, maybe lift the lower body, maybe turn the toes out a little bit. You can, you can experiment with what direction your palms face because that's going to affect the front of your shoulder, your shoulder blades. Yeah. Okay. Then come down, keep the brick in place as you rise to down dog. Remember what the feeling is of squeezing into the brick. Let's not lose that. Now, drop your knees, remove the brick or whatever, back into down dog, but you no longer have a real brick there. It's an imaginary one that's going to help you bring attention into the squeeze of inner leg, or at least just like that, that region exists and it's part of you and you're alive. Then walk or waddle forward into your standing forward fold. I know you know if you're a walker or a waddler. And just sort of stay there and these can bend or not. I always like a noise or sound. And when we're in these sort of really passive states, my, my new instruction is like make the mouth so that if you are in polite company, you'd be fearful of drooling. So there's so much softness and just like, no, you're not doing anything with a mouth. It's just, it's taking a holiday. Okay. And then roll yourself slowly up to stand. All right. Place your hand somewhere on your body. Just be in your space. Take a moment to remind yourself of why you're practicing, why you're here, why you do this. Make sure it isn't so heavy that we have a little lightness to it. Okay. Hands by your side. I'm only going to cue the exhale, and I want you to experiment with just allowing the inhale to happen when it happens. So it's a little bit of letting go of control, which may or may not be easy. Raise the arms up. Exhale, fold down over the legs. Half lift, coming up. Exhale, fold over the legs. Rise all the way to standing, opening the chest for breath. And then exhale, the hands just come down. We're going to do our squat salute now, so you'll get it. Raise the arms up. Exhale to fold over the legs. Forward fold. Halfway lift. Exhale, walk to plank or all fours. Exhale, knees drop, half chaturanga to the floor. 
cobra or a locust. Exhale to downward facing dog. Remember that little inner leg squeeze. Raise the right leg up into the air. As you exhale, bend the leg and turn open. Be there for a moment. Then step the right foot outside the right hand, wide runner's lunge. Be here. Then step the left foot outside the left hand. So it's a wide squat and you can bring the hands up to the thighs. Just be here in a high squat. Exhale, walk the feet a little closer and fold over the legs. Come up halfway. Exhale, fold over the legs. Rise all the way up. Reach the arms to your ceiling. Exhale, the hands come back down and reset. Same thing, other side. Raise the arms up. Exhale, fold over the legs. Halfway lift, opening the chest and the rib cage. Exhale to plank or all fours. Allow the breath in. Exhale, knees drop, half chaturanga or rolling into cobra or locust. Exhale to downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Exhale to bend and turn it open. Be there. Then step that foot outside the left hand, nice and wide. Send the chest forward. Activate that left leg. Then exhale the right foot outside the right hand and come into your high squat. Be there for a moment. And then fold over the legs as you wiggle the feet a little closer together. Come up halfway. Exhale, fold back over the legs. Rise all the way up to standing as you reach the arms actively. Then exhale, hands just slowly come down. A couple more of these. Raise the arms up. Maybe it's a little bit more reachy and backbendy. Exhale, fold over the legs. It can have a little more intensity if you want. Halfway lift. Exhale to plank or all fours. Be there. Knees up or down. Exhale your chaturanga or rolling into up dog, cobra, or locust. And then exhale to downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. As you exhale, bend that leg, roll open. Be there. Step the right foot outside the right hand with the exhale. Activate the legs and the chest forward. 
Exhale and step the other foot wide into your squat. Sit high or low. Hands in prayer is really nice. So sit as low or as high as you'd like. And then exhale to walk the feet closer together and come into your standing forward fold. Halfway lift. Opening chest. Opening rib cage. Exhale, fold over the legs. Rise all the way up. A little bit of back bend encourages breath in. And then exhale, the hands come down. Last one. Raise the arms up. Fold over the legs as you exhale. Half lift, opening chest and rib cage. Walk to plank or all fours, exhaling. Be there. Exhale some version of chaturanga or rolling into your back bend of choice. Exhale to downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Exhale to bend and turn the hip open. Be there. Exhale the left foot outside the left hand. So it's wide. Lunge. Be there. Activate the leg. Open the chest. Step the other foot forward into that wide squat. You can sit high or low. Hands in prayer. Then exhale into a standing forward fold. There's always that little wiggle of feet back in. Halfway lift, opening chest, opening rib cage. Exhale, a forward fold. All the way lift, opening ribs, opening chest. Then exhale, the hands just come down. Rest somewhere on your torso so you can feel your heart, you can feel your breath, you can feel you're alive. Keep coming back to that reason why you practice. Be here another moment. Okay. Hands release. We're going to do tree pose, so if you want to hang on to a wall or chair, do so. Hands on the fronts of your hips. Right foot comes up into tree pose. You can use your hands today if you'd like. So right foot comes into tree pose. Make sure the front of your hips, this is why your hands are on your hips, face forward. Then actively press the right thigh a little bit back and out without your hips turning towards the right. Hands can stay put on hips or come to chest or reach up into the air and maybe join. But just make sure there's a little bit of activation of that right thigh pressing out. Good. Last one. Then hands come down, foot lifts, and then is placed down. Breath in and out. So you just reset. Okay. Left foot comes into tree pose. Hands on hips first. With hands on hips, keep the hips facing forward. Press the left thigh a little bit back, which might mean your bum squeezes a little bit. That's, I mean, muscles doing their thing, but make sure it's not supercharged. And then hands can stay put or come up to whatever height. Good. Last little bit. Then 
hands release, foot lifts and is placed on the ground. If you're going to use something underneath your heels to help you in a squat, get it there. Feet probably hip distance, a little bit turned out. Sit high or low into your squat, hands in prayer. Have a little reality check with yourself. If you're slumped into it, try to get out of the slump, activate your feet, get a little bit of lift. Maybe stay higher. Good. One more breath here. You can sort of, do, again, do, do the exhale, but allow the inhale in. Walk yourself to downward facing dog. Imaginary brick. So we have, you know, like awareness of inner leg. Then just step the right foot forward into your warrior two this time. As many steps as you need and have hands on hips as we begin. For today, make sure you're not on a tightrope so it's not heel to heel. There's at least a little bit of gap between the heels. And you can stay high or low into it. It's up to you, long or short. Then right hand goes to touch right inner thigh, gently encourages it out to the right, just a little bit. Left hand goes to front of left thigh and hip, gently encourages flesh down, all the way down into the heel. Then with hands on the legs, encourage legs away from each other. All right, so there should be a lot of activity now on the leg. Reach the arms out into your normal warrior two stance. Keep the legs doing what they're doing. Then keep the legs exactly as they are, but bring the hands behind you. Interlace the fingers if that works. Send the knuckles a little down along with arm bones. Shoulder blades a little together. Arm bones a little bit back. So we're definitely in front of chest space. Last breath here. Then come down forearm to thigh side angle. Top arm up and over. And then now we have a bent right arm. I'd like you to straighten the right arm. So fingers point down, palm faces out. And you can stay high in it or you can go super low. But the right arm is straight. Push that right leg, that front leg into the arm, push the arm into the leg. Stay with it another moment. So we create this relationship of leg pushing into arm, arm pushing into leg. Then bring the hands down, come into a runner's lunge. So front knee is bent, back leg is straight, hands are down. You can always drop the back knee for stability as you raise the right arm up to twist. And then just create a little bit of action of the front thigh pulling backwards, back leg being propelled forwards. Good. Lovely. And then bring the hands down, step to plank or all fours. Have a breath. Then drop your knees, roll all the way down into Sphinx pose. Bring the forearms forward. Just enjoy the mellow moment of Sphinx. Then with hands as they are or interlaced, tuck the toes and come into forearm plank on or off your knees. There's energy pushing back into heels. There's a little squeeze of inner leg, imaginary brick. Just walk your feet a little bit back, Fiona. There it is, yeah. And there's a push down into the arms. Lovely. 
Drop the knees, cut back down into Sphinx. Enjoy, just, ah, okay. Not holding a plank. Then back to downward facing dog. Step the left foot forward. Warrior two, hands on hips. You're not on a tightrope, so there's some gap between the heels. You can shorten or lengthen the stance until you get the required depth for you. Then left hand touches left inner thigh. Press it a little bit out, but the thigh doesn't like that and says, hand, I'm going to press back. So leg presses back in. Right hand goes to the front of the right hip and just lengthens the flesh down through the thigh towards the heel. Keep the hands on the thighs to help you encourage the legs away from each other. Then keep that feeling. So it's, it's all gentle. It's not forceful. But reach the arms back out. Reach the arms back out. Then other arm position. Keep the legs as they are. Interlace the fingers behind you. You can do the other interlace if you'd like. Send the knuckles down, shoulder blades together. Arm bones a little back. Good. Then from here, come down forearm to thigh side angle, top arm up and over. So we have the bottom arm is bent and supporting. I want you to keep the bottom arm supporting you, but straighten the arm, fingers point down, palm faces open. You can stay super high or you can go as low as you'd like, but push leg into arm, arm into leg. So we create that energetic relationship, which we'll use as we go forward. Good. One more looking good, everybody. Very nice. Good. Good, Belinda. And then come down, runner's lunge, hands frame the front foot, back heel lifts. You can always drop the back knee, raise the left arm up, twisting lunge. Just like a moment of release. There's a little sensation of front leg pulling back, back leg pulling forward. So we come back into that. Same sort of inner leg core stuff. Okay, step back to plank or all fours. Drop your knees, come down to the floor, set up for sphinx. Just have, ah, okay, sphinx, simple back bend. Choose your hand position. It can be as is or palms face each other or interlace. Come up forearm plank. Use your legs. Even if knees are down, you can have active legs. Use your arms. Use the inner leg. Good. Come back down, Sphinx. And then back to downward facing dog. The exhale, which you're in charge of, gets you to a standing forward fold by way of hopping, stepping, or waddling. And then come up halfway on your own schedule. Fold back down into that forward fold with your exhale. Rise all the way up. And as you reach the arms, as you lift the chest, you make the space for the inhale, which might just happen. And then hands come down and reset. Okay. We're going to do another standing balance. So again, you can always hold on to something. Hands on hips or you're holding onto something with one hand. 
bend both knees and bring right ankle to left thigh, like a big cross, open cross of leg. Sit the butt back, so standing leg bends. Don't go super deep. All right? Then right hand touches right inner thigh. Right inner thigh pushes a little bit up into hand. Pushes a little bit up into hand. Pushes a little bit up into hand. So make sure the standing leg is bending and butt is going backwards. Then stop that squeeze. Just let the leg fall out and down into that more open shape. Then right hand, just like we did earlier in the body kanasana, right hand goes to the outside of knee and thigh. You have a target, press the thigh out into the hand. You can sit a little bit deeper into it. Good. One more breath with it being more active. And then don't worry about pressing out. Just let the leg flop out. Bend the standing leg a little bit more as butt goes backwards. Hands can just be on knee and uh, bottom of foot. Or I quite like to keep the left hand on the bottom of the right foot and bring the right hand down to brick or floor as I bend the leg, if you're going deeper. But if you're not going deeper, just stay nice and high. Good. Last few moments, things that can go cuckoo is that left hip hitching out. So you can tuck it a little bit in. Yes, good. All right. And then come all the way back up with dignity. Stand on two feet. Breath in and out. So just to make sure you get that sort of sense like you're folding over the front leg. So that's why we bend the standing leg. All right. Hands on hips. Bend both legs a little bit like chair pose. Left ankle to right thigh. Feel free to hold on to anything. I often do this holding a chair or a wall. Butt is going back. But then left hand touches the top or the sort of inside of left inner thigh. Push the leg up into the hand and the hand into the leg. Push the leg into the hand, the hand into the leg. So we just sort of, we're trying to tire out the things that might restrict our mobility here. Good. And then stop doing that. Just let the leg flop. Then the left hand goes to the outside of left knee and leg. Press the thigh out. Yeah, definitely hold on to something, Maddie. <laughs> that was an impressive turn. And then you can stay like this as we let the leg go a little bit more passive into the stretch. Hands can cradle bottom of foot and knee. Or I quite like to keep the right hand on the bottom of left foot, left hand to brick or floor as you bend the standing leg and sit backwards. Just another breath or two. Okay. And then up we come. It's like, I can, I can see in some of your body language that you got frustrated with the balance of that. So that's just a reminder. If the balance was getting you, I said multiple times, you can hang on to something. There's nothing to prove. You're going to squat again, or you're going to do crow pose. So set the feet for your squat. Maybe you have something underneath your ankles or feet closer together and you sit all the way down and set up for crow pose. All right. Activate your squat. So active feet doing your exhale. Those of you doing crow, tip the weight forward as maybe you lift one foot or the other or both. And we're just going to all be here. A couple more breaths. Good. If you're really into hopping, you can hop back. If not, let's all walk back to downward facing dog.
we're going to repeat the same standing pose as we did. We'll just add a little bit to it. Step the right foot forward, warrior two, hands on hips. One little additional thing to add to this is I want to focus on the height of the hips. So often the right hip will dip lower than the left. So let's straighten the front leg, which will help us. Balance out the height of the hips. You can press firmly into the back heel. Keep the hips at the same-ish height as you re-bend the front leg. Keep the hips at the same height. Good. And then as we did before, encourage the legs away from each other. Encourage is not force. It's to say you're stretching here. Then add the reach of the arms. Hips at the same height, legs are moving away from each other. They're going to even be a press outwards. Interlace the fingers behind you, open the chest for a moment. Then come down to side angle with the arm inside the leg, top arm up and over. Inner leg is pressing into arm, arm is pressing into inner leg. Top arm comes behind you into a half bind. So the hand can go to lower back or outside of thigh. Stay or a breath or two in full bind. And especially as we get into the bind and like slightly trickier things, can you do the exhale? Allow the breath in. Good. Last one. Extricate yourself from the bind and come into a runner's lunge. Raise the right arm up. Let it be a twist. Then bring the hand down so it's a lunge again. Walk the right foot wide. You can always drop the back knee. And then we're going to walk the right foot out like a diagonal split. And don't, don't get too flustered if you're not that mobile. And Catherine, you just find your way that will work for you to stretch that front leg, okay? And then you can walk the left knee a little bit back. You can walk the front heel a little forward. You can walk the arms forward so the spine lengthens, doesn't collapse, it lengthens forward. And then you just sort of find where a sustainable place for you to be is. Focus on your exhale. Mobile, mobile front leg people Activate the leg like it wants to bend a little bit. So you can sort of dig into the heel. Good. Last bit here. Remember that it wasn't a quick journey to get to where you got. So it, it can be a slow journey to get out of whatever precarious state you're in. So let it be a slow journey. Slowly come out. And we'll come back just down dog. Just down dog after all that. Especially after all that opening, squeeze imaginary brick between your thighs. Okay. Then same thing, other side. Left foot forward, warrior two setup. Hands on hips for a second. Adjust the length and width of your stance. And then to help us with the height of the hip, straighten the front leg. Left hip often goes a little bit low compared to the right. So balance out the height of the hips. And it, you know, don't force it if it's hard to keep it there. Bend the front leg, come back into your warrior two with the hips at equal height. Then use the hands to encourage the legs away from each other. 
Keep that. Reach the arms out. Keep the legs as they are. Interlace the fingers behind you. Open the chest. Stay there. Then come down, side angle, arm inside the leg, top arm up and over. That bent front leg is pressing into that left arm. Then keep that, top arm comes behind you into a half bind. Stay or fully bind. And wherever you are, we're not losing that relationship of leg pressing into arm, arm pressing into leg. Can you sort of do the exhale as the inhale just happens? Good. Release that. Come into your runner's lunge. Let things sort of reset if you're deep into the bind. Have a moment of twist. Left arm is going up. So right hand is down. Nikki, left arm is going up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then bring the hand back down. Probably drop the back knee. Walk the left foot wide. And then it just goes, it goes out on that angle. Right knee can wiggle back if you're working a bit more on your range. And there's incrementally legs can move apart from each other, hands can go forward, but don't collapse the spine down, lengthen. If you're super mobile in this, now your mission is to be there with strength. So you sort of dig in a little bit to the heel, activate the leg like it wants to bend. Good. So it should never just feel totally collapsed. Okay. Then from here, no rush. Get yourself out of there. Downward facing dog. Remember about that sensation of squeezing in. From down dog, walk your hands to your feet. Walk your hands to your feet. Roll up to stand. Okay. Step your feet wide on your mat with toes turned out. I want you to like summon your inner sumo. This is not something we always do or want to imagine ourselves as, but we're going to summon our inner sumo. So bend your knees and you get sort of like bounce. You can make a fierce face. There's, there's all this stuff in, 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 in like Buddhist philosophy where you imagine yourself be like fierce demons. So you sort of summon that energy. So let's get that. So sometimes it's nice to have that. Okay. And now, remember I said I want us to be playful. Hands can release off the legs. Legs stay bent. We're going to hop. It might be tiny hop. It might be big old hop. Keep the legs soft and bent. Hop boop, and land soft. Hop and land soft. And just do that a few more times, just to know that you have strength. I love watching this. It's like watching Frogger on my screen. Okay. And then let's stay down, legs bent. Bring the forearms to the top of the thigh so we know what the top of the thigh is. And then slide on down to the inside of the thigh. Don't sit low into a squat. Bum and shoulders, same height. So you're trying to be parallel to the ground. Push the thighs out with the hands or forearms. Thighs squeeze back in. Now let's just be there for another moment. Okay. Now, 
we're going to start sliding side to side. So I'm going I'm to straighten one leg as I bend the other and just sort of move side to side. Feel free to stay high or go low. And just sort of get, you know, don't get too serious or intense about where the mobility is going to take you here. Next time you're over to the right, stay there. And then you have full permission to stay really high in this with the right leg bent, the left leg straight, or we're going to play with it. Next stop is to come onto left heel, toes face the ceiling. Next stop is to start squatting low into it to the right. Dependent on your, your flexibility and your ankle mobility, right heel might lift. I quite like to put something underneath right heel so I'm stable. We're doing our skandasana. Stay with hands supporting you or open the arms out. So right arm opens inside a right leg, reaches to the floor, left arm opens towards the ceiling. Make sure that that straight left leg is active. Last stop is to bind. The right arm crosses the right inner leg and comes behind you. Left arm comes behind the back and you bind. And you may think, no, thank you, Adam. Last breath in our skandasana. Okay. And then let's just move side to side. Come out of that. Just start moving side to side after the intensity of that. Okay. And then we're going to do the same thing on the side. So left leg is bent, right leg is straight, toes are turned out a little bit, sitting the butt backwards rather than forwards. Stay high. Next stop, angle yourself on the right leg so the heel is down, but the toes face the ceiling. Next stop is to sit backwards and down into your squat on that left leg. Dependent on lots of things, heel bone might lift. For stability, you can put something underneath it. All right, stay like that with hands supporting you or open the arm. So left arm reaches on the inside of the left leg to the floor, right arm up. So you're like, hey, look at me. And then next stop, bind. Left arm crosses the leg, comes behind you. Right hand comes behind back. So you bound around that bent leg. Make sure straight leg active. Last bit. And then come out of that. Just start moving side to side. Oh, not too serious. Not too serious. Okay. And then to calm us down, feet parallel and wide, standing forward fold. Feel free to use your handy brick underneath your forehead. Feel free to make it higher. Feel free to use whatever works. So wide-legged, standing forward fold, head touches something. And then it's your negotiation how much flexibility you're working inner leg and hamstrings versus how much you want this to be relaxing for yourself. So adjust the depth and intensity based on that negotiation. And we'll stay here about a minute. Focus on the exhale. Focus on one spot with your eyes. And I'm going to be quiet and let you have a couple breaths.
Okay, to come up, don't rush. Try to get some weight in your heels and maybe come up halfway first. Sometimes a little knee bend helps you get weight in your heels. And then take your time, come all the way up, let your blood pressure settle. Okay, if you feel like it's gonna help you reset, one down dog, or just lie down with knees bent and your brick or whatever close to you. And if you're doing down dog, just journey now to lying down with your knees bent. One time from the ground without brick or anything. Just come up into a bridge pose. And then it's your sort of playing around with how wide do the feet have to be? Do they turn in or out until you're strong in your heels and happy in your low back? You can get the arms a little bit more underneath you without squashing your neck. Good. One more. Then come all the way back down. Now we're going to maybe use the brick in between the legs. It does not work for everybody. So if it aggravates your back, you can get rid of it. Or aggravates your knee, you can get rid of it. Well, let's just see what happens if we squeeze into inner leg. Come all the way up with a brick in between your thighs and your bridge. And just see what it does. For some people, it really makes the pose work. For others, it makes it not work. We'll just see where you are. But what is it like to squeeze in? If you if you are realize it does not work to squeeze in, maybe you press out a little bit. Good. One more. And then come all the way back down. The last round is bridge with or without brick, wheel with or without brick or a supported bridge with brick, okay? So one more, one of those things, bridge or wheel with or without brick or a supported bridge. And if you're not using the brick, maybe you use an imaginary brick or you do the opposite. Instead of hugging in, you press out. Last few moments in this. Okay, and then come all the way back down. And let's, let's sort of do what we did in the beginning. Open the arms out. Feet can go wide again or they can go closer together. And I'd like you to soothe yourself with just twisting side to side, moving on exhale experiencing on inhale. Any sort of pace, but just, you know, be in charge of it. And just a couple more times each way.
And then let's end up with knees bent. Knees can face the ceiling or knock in towards each other, whatever feels best. They can even knock out like Baddha Konasana if that's the best. The legs stay exactly as they are, but bring your arms one on top of another to hug the t- your chest. So arms one on top of another to hug your chest. And they can sort of just sort of rest on each other. Hands may be able to get sort of a little bit underneath shoulders if that feels good and it's not forceful. And just let this be a hug in after all that opening, just a hug in. Change the cross of the arms. It's just a hug in. Nothing more than that. And then release the arms. We're going to set the feet um, together, knees wide in Baddha Konasana. Again, you may want to prop it. That's, that's why we've had a bolster on, on, on the ready. If you prefer to straighten your legs or bend them, do that. Hold the back of your head once your legs are where they want to be. And you can, you, know, you can fall to the floor holding the back of your head, but I just want the hands to receive the weight of the head. Maybe very gently you can use thumbs to massage a little bit around neck. This might just be like a stroke. Same thing around skull or behind ears. It's just a, it's just a nice, hi, I'm here. I'm here for you. And then you can remove the hands from the back of the head. Maybe just give a little touch to jaw, a little bit more behind ears. Just I'm taking care of you. I'm here. And eventually just let your hands rest by your side open or palms down on you. Same instruction that we've had since the beginning of class. Do the exhale, like have a good exhale without force, but you do the exhale and just wait, just let the inhale come when it's ready and let it fill you up. And I'm going to be quiet for a couple of minutes and we'll see how we feel when we come back.
Take in the sounds around you and where you are. When you're ready, you can come up to sit or you can close the class lying down if that's better. Wherever you are, hands on your body. Just have a moment to give yourself care. And then let's dedicate the merit, the goodwill, the the force of what we've generated together to others who might need it as well. So we share. And we'll do that by our breath. So breath in, feeling what we've done. Exhale, offer it out. You can bow or touch the ground. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for coming out this morning. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever you listen.